0: stop commercial time hey friends so do y'all remember how we decided together that 2022 would be our year our year to be selfish the year that we start finally taking the steps necessary to get our financial lives together y'all remember that well i decided to get my financial life together by opening up my first investment account and investing in the stock market Now, all I have to do is actually learn how to invest (laughs) and I hope you'll join me. My good friend and season one guest, top 100 financial advisor and founder of Building Bread, Kevin Matthews has put together an easy to understand, easy to follow set of resources for newbie investors just like us called The Investor's Toolkit. The Investor's Toolkit is a seven module course designed to guide us step-by-step through our stock market investing journey. We need this, friends! Well, if you're ready to stop talking about it and be about it, click the link in my show notes to access the Building Bread Investors Toolkit. And if you use the link in the notes, you'll also get a special sugar-free discount. Y'all know I'm going to take care of you, friends. Right? Good.
1: Now back to the show. Personal style is your ability to express who you are
0: and now you're listening to the sugar-free podcast welcome to the tea party friends now tell me girl how you like your tea you know it's sugar-free how you like your tea? Up in here, we like it sugar-free Come through, stop by, get up with me With your girl, sitting Mac, I'm a little crazy Ooh. to yet another episode of the sugar free podcast. Thank you so much for joining us this week because Lord knows I look forward to your presence here at the tea party every single week. Well, I'm so glad you're here today because I want to start today's episode with some good praise and worship. Yes yes friends some good old praise and worship so today's topic is about personal style so i just want to get us in the spirit in the mood with a good old song all right well let's get on into it Mm. hey yes go on and sing that song now praise and worship team on my mama on my hood on my hood oh, i look fly yes i do oh, lord i look good touch my sweat. wish you could hey i look fly yo i look good Woo. i look good Woo. i look good Woo. i look good Woo. i look good say it again now yeah. oh my mom one more time yeah on my hood Yes, Lord. I look fly. Yes, I did, Lord. I look good. Touch my swag. Woo. Wish you could. Yep, I look fly. Yep, I look good. Yep, I look good. Woo. I look good. Woo. I look good. Woo. I look good. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Won't he do it? Yes, I look good. Amen. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. <laughs> Oh my goodness, that was so incredible and so fantastic. I just, my spirit is jumping, and now I'm ready to get into today's topic, which is another installment of our Making Career Moves series with special, special, special guest, Miss Salita Roberts, who's going to be telling us how we can elevate our careers and our wardrobes by elevating our personal style. Now, you know, friends... You and I have been wearing sweatpants and leggings for two years. So you know we need, A, a reminder that we are gorgeous. Yes, I look fly. I look good. Hey! And B, we need some extra little tips and tricks to keep are sexy on fleek for the 9-9 and the 22,000 right (laughs) yes so I'm so excited to sit down with Salita today so she can give us all the tips and tricks that we need to keep ourselves looking on point all right are y'all ready good let's get into it welcome Salita please tell the good people who you are and what you do
1: Thank you very much for having me, Sydney. It's such a pleasure being here. My name is Salifa Roberts. I'm the founder of Style to Impact, and I help women entrepreneurs and professionals ditch that boring corporate uniform. We all know what that is, and really embrace um, a personal style that's a little bit more self-expressive, a wardrobe that entails a little bit more color and a little bit more style that's authentically align with who you are as individuals instead of adopting one that was given to you. So that's that's who I am. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you. I'm so excited to have you here, girl. (laughs) We we really we are trying to update our wardrobes and get ourselves together post pandemic. I know everybody's talking about, you know, getting back to normal, but I feel like we are in this uncharted territory and era of new normal so we need to figure out how to get these post-pandemic bodies together because the snapback ain't real and we need to figure out you know how we can adapt with the changes in the corporate environment going from a more professional to a business casual even a super casual environment now Salita I think the best place for us to start here would be for you to start by telling us exactly what is personal style.
1: Personal style is your ability to express who you are, right? So you may find that whatever someone wears may be something that they're trying to tell you about themselves, because I I, I tend to think that what we wear tells a story. I love that very simple definition.
0: Well, if I'm going to tell a little bit about my story, girl, the story that I'm telling these days is very different than the story that I've told in my younger years. And the message that I'm communicating is casual, honey, listen, <laughs> I, y'all gonna have to bury me in these leggings. Like if it ain't leggings five days a week, like, I, I don't know if I can do it anymore. I just And it's interesting for me. So growing up, I was always super dressy. I was the girl in high school who wore heels every single day. I got dressed every single day, top to bottom, head to toe, every single day. And now as an adult, I like to be comfortable. I was telling my sisters that the other day. I was like... (laughs) You know, I used to be cute and be like, oh, you know, it's, it's cold, but, but I, I weather that, you know, for, for fashion and I still like to be fashionable, but it's gotta be comfortable. And so I feel like my personal style has definitely changed over the years. And so hopefully the message I'm communicating is still a good one because, so I, I always like to, to get us with some statistics and level set, right? Cause this is, I'm a, I'm a lawyer, <laughs> I have to. And so I hope that I'm communicating the right message because according to research, so a study was conducted... On the effects of beauty on the people looking at you, right? And so, attractive people are more likely to be employed, are paid higher wages, are more likely to be approved for a loan, negotiate loans with better terms, and have better-looking and higher-status spouses. So, I need to be looking good, right? Because I, I, I need all of these
1: things. And so, this psychological—I'm effect- I'm itching. I'm itching to respond. <laughs>
0: I would let you just so the psychological effect that beauty has on people's perception of you is referred to the halo effect and so upon a first impression highly attractive people are just presumed by others to have a variety of positive personality traits such as altruism stability and intelligence compared to less attractive people as though beautiful people have this invisible thing right halo shining down on them and so we can't change certain aspects of our appearance like right my face is what it is but yeah. clothes and style and wardrobe is something that we can affect to hopefully keep keep our halo shining bright I need my halo ting
1: <laughs> okay so th- there, there, there's one thing I want to say about that like I've, I've I know about that research and one of the things I don't like and I think it wo- it's there's a word in there that influences how people see style and thinking it, looking at it in terms of it being frivolous, looking at it in terms of, you know, if you focus on it is superficial and that word that drives that perception is attractive. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And it's a word that I don't use because what is attractive? attractive is a definition especially when it comes to fashion when it comes to style that was defined way back when that you had to be a stick figure mm-hmm. you had to look a certain way you had to your features had to be a certain way and that's what that's what they classified as beautiful and that's what they classified as attractive whenever I'm working with my clients and we're talking about defining and developing their personal style, it's not on the level of attractiveness. It's on a level of one self-expression. What is it you want to say about you? What is it you want the world to know about you? What are the pieces that's going to help you do that? We have to fit all of that within your environment that you're in, you know, the industries that you're in, making sure that you're dressing appropriately. But that definition of beauty comes down to you. What are some cuts that you think are beautiful? I mean, right now you're wearing like a letter jacket and the color I absolutely love it oh, thank That's you I got dressed up just for you girl <laughs> <laughs> and I appreciate that I appreciate that right that is you trying to say you're you're expressing a personality that persons may not see within that first instance of meeting you right because you haven't said anything when you walk into a room and someone sees you with that it's like oh oh my gosh look at her like what's what's her deal like what's up with her like yeah like we're not going for (laughs) it
0: right
1: (laughs) there you go right so I don't want to really have that perception of what personal style is and what beauty is and that you get certain opportunities based on your attractiveness you get those opportunities based on when you dress well and dressing well Mm -hmm. means how does your clothes fit what colors and styles are you choosing? Like those are the things that define dressing well. Those are the things that define whether or not you are dressed appropriately, right? It has nothing to do with the cost of your clothing or where you're buying it or what you're wearing or what people are saying. But it's for you, you have to you have to determine and this is why it's such an important aspect of personal styling, having to do with who are you as an individual. How do you want to show up? What are some of the pieces that's gonna help you to express that? You said earlier, I kind of listened to you saying that, oh, I hope I'm communicating that halo effect, that level to say, yes, I am secure in myself. Yes, I'm confident. Yes, I'm, you know, like all the things that you want. My question to you is, what is it you want your style to say about you?
0: Well, I didn't prepare for this. (laughs) but as a lawyer I feel like I have to say it depends right and so I think it depends on where I'm at what I'm doing Um, I feel like as I've gotten older I've gotten a lot more comfortable with myself and so when I was younger I feel like I dressed for other people because I cared more about what they thought about me really probably than what I thought about myself. And so I think that's why I dressed up all the time, but I, I don't, at this point in my life, I don't feel like I need to communicate anything on a, on a Walmart run. I'm not trying to communicate anything. And so I think it it depends on what I'm doing. Um, if I'm at work, I want to communicate an air of professionalism, but I'm a little bit different. So I feel like it's really important for me to be somewhat of a role model and be able to communicate and portray to other black women and other women of color and other women that it's okay to be yourself. And so I've tried really hard to show up as my authentic self, including how I dress. Like I wear head wraps to work. I wear big gaudy glasses. So I don't have prescription. These are fake.
1: (laughs) oh lucky (laughs) you
0: (laughs) it's just a a fashion statement and i'm like this this is what i want to communicate like i want to communicate my culture right that i am black unapologetically that i i have no desire to fit into any traditional corporate structures or systems and this is me this is me all day every day like if, if you catch me you know going to lunch with a friend I had this jacket on. If you catch me at the office, I have this jacket on. If you come to class at the, the law school, I might have this jacket on because I think, like I said, it's so important. And, and I've had people come to me and say, I feel like I'm more empowered to come dress as my authentic self because you are unapologetic and like I said, wearing your head wraps, wearing your heels, wearing your J's, whatever. And so at this point in my life, it's just about communicating that authenticity, I think.
1: Do you realize that everything that you just said about what your message is, why you're wearing certain things, you're actually doing it, right? So let's say, for instance, you said that I want to show other Black women how to be unapologetically themselves and show up in spaces outside, not confined to that corporate dressing. And we're on this call right now. We're having this discussion, and you came in wearing this, navy blue button down pinup look is completely <laughs> different from what you want to communicate and what you're wearing yeah so yeah. that this this is kind of like how you determine whether or not your message is on brand it's on point and it's not it's not a case of having two different personalities or creating a persona it is about who you are as a person, I'm going to show, I'm going to give you an example of myself, yeah, using myself right. as an example. So I've spent most of my adult life, 15 plus. I am not afraid to share my age, but we're not talking about my age. Look, black crack. I'm
0: sure you like <laughs> 85.
1: <laughs> right? In 15 plus years in banking. That is, if you know anything about the financial industry, that's a very structured, very traditional, very, very boring (laughs) uniform, right? So I've spent all my life in that profession. It was until like maybe my 13th year in banking that I got the opportunity to work for this offshore company that didn't have a corporate uniform, right? They just told you that you need to, you needed to dress professionally. And based on based on my capacity in which I worked, I was front facing, always seeing the clients and based on the clients we were seeing as well. And I was like, okay, I needed to dress a certain way, but still express my personality. So I had that professional classic professional look with elements of my personality coming out. So when everyone may have worn a Navy blue suit, I wore an orange skirt. Like that was part of my personality coming out in that environment. Now, fast forward to me now having my business and being in a more creative space, there is no way, like that's not who I am anymore. First of all, I've long gone, ran away, left that corporate life behind, (laughs) right? It's like, no, (laughs) it's like, no, but I still, my personality still gravitates to classic cuts, Mm. still gravitates to wearing pieces that are structured and tailored but how I balance that with now being in a creative space is that right now I'm being creative on the top I'm wearing this pink top and you know a little bit of shoulder is out if yeah, I was going to <laughs> exactly you know <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm petite I have to show some form of skin so to speak to bring interest to my very very super 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 petite frame so this is one of the things style elements that you use to just kind of like create interest in how you dress but I had to like balance like how do I balance that balancing my creative side and balancing my classic side right so there are meetings that I would go to and I'm super creative and downplay my structured professional side of it. And then there are meetings that I go to that I now need to add that blazer to, that I need to, you know, add more elements of professionalism. But at the end of the day, it's all still me. I don't feel as though I'm I've created a different persona to show up in these different spaces. I know today we're talking about how to elevate your career, you know, using style. And that's yes. it. You don't have to what I I call code switching. So you're going to a workplace and everyone is showing up in jeans and that is not your personality. So you are now gravitating to wearing the jeans because you want to fit in. It's like, no, you don't have to. Can you, yes, it's it's a casual environment. You don't want to wear jeans. Can you switch the jeans out for chinos? Those are basically very casual looking, but you don't have to become or create another persona to fit into different environments. Because at the end of the day, you want to show up as yourself. And you may be surprised, as as you said, people are paying attention, not necessarily to, are you stylish? Are you not stylish? But how are you representing yourself? And how are you using clothing to express that? What is it saying about you? Is it saying that when I, when I engage with you, when I do have that conversation with you, all the things that I assumed based on the way you dress, that is like, oh my gosh, you know, Sydney is so fun. She's so bubbly. And I can see that coming out in your personality. And I assume that's who you are based on the way you're presenting yourself. So it's about making sure that when we say authentic, and we talk about this a lot, it's more of self-expression and wearing clothes to express yourself, but still making sure that you fit into that dress code within the industry that you work. But being more expressive. Don't just wear clothes because it's a necessity, but how can you bring more of your personality? What aspects of your personality do you want to add to your wardrobe?
0: Absolutely. So I know we're talking about elevating personal style, but what if your personal style ain't that great, right? Like, what (laughs) What, you know what if the message that you, you communicate ain't a good one like what are some steps that we can take to cultivate person like how, how do we cultivate a style because I know a ton of women who really are just throwing a collection of things together and you know it ain't necessarily style And you know so so what can we do to kind of cultivate an actual style to elevate our appearance from a random collection of items that we put on, you know, every day to like an actual cohesive personality that
1: says like has a consistent message. Yeah. So, I mean, to cultivate that personal style goes back to where I talk about what is your message? What are things that you want to wear that's going to help you express yourself like self-expression think about that for a moment if there are so you're you're sitting down and you're looking at everyone else and this is something that we do we look at everyone else and we assume that we don't have style and if if you know there's a some woman that don't. we some some people don't <laughs> they don't because they haven't taken the time to discover what it is right and that That discovery phase is so important because it's a discovery phase in terms of who you are. What are some of the emotional baggages that you're holding on to? What are some of the other people's opinion? Are you solely against dressing in a way that you can represent yourself better because of other people's opinion? Because you're trying to, you know, you're trying to rebel. I'm going to rebel. Because we're saying, oh, I'm going to rebel against this whole concept of personal style. I'm going to rebel uh, against this this whole concept of us placing so much value on the importance of of how someone looks. So it's like, I don't care. There is this mindset where you don't care. Like, I don't care. I'm just going to go out in the world and live my life according to how I want to live it. And that's what we should do, live our lives according to the way we want to live it. The other part of me is how much of you are you bringing into this life that you're building? Mm. How much of you are you putting into that? And if you're saying that I'm not necessarily, so I've had clients who like, again, go back to drawing on things that are safe building a wardrobe that is safe so we do mm. the basic wardrobe we get the navy blue we get the white we get the gray we get the black because we're like style is too much mm. you seem to have to know way too many there are way too many rules to it there are way mm. too many things that i have to figure out and it's like black is slimming so why not go for the black it's like no sis it's not it's not slimming but if you okay. say that <laughs> like, it's not well, slimming it's all about fit. It's all about Mm -hmm. fit fabric. It's all about fit and fabric. Because if you wear a black, let's say you wear a black dress, that's not fitting you properly for your body. As in, what is the length of your body? What is the circumference of your body? And you're wearing a dress. Let's go with this. You're wearing a dress that the material, it's one of those drapey materials. Mm-hmm. that and it, instead of sitting on your frame following the silhouette of your shape is just hanging on you it don't matter if you wear it in black it doesn't matter if you wear it in orange it doesn't matter if you wear it in white it doesn't matter what color you wear it once it's not fitting you properly once that fabric is not giving you maybe you need more support so you have to choose fabrics that give you more support on your body if you're not doing that it doesn't matter what color you're wearing so okay, I have a question about
0: <laughs> because I've always been told you know shout out to my mama that you know black hides everything so let's say we have a well-fitting garment and mm-hmm. we have it in black and let's say we have it in pink and I'm gonna look slimmer in the black one right
1: you, your like, shape is your shape. Like no, I mean, your I'm shape a, honestly like, honestly speaking, no. Honestly speaking. Like the
0: wrinkles, the, the dimples.
1: <laughs> but you're that that's you see, that's the that's the thing when I talk about like the stories we were told. Everything that we were told about fashion, everything that we were told about style is passed on from generation to generation. I remember Mm -hmm. growing up where I was told black is the best color to have. You needed to get a black if you're going to, like, let's say work, get yourself a black suit, get yourself a white button down, get yourself a black shoes, a black bag, a black belt. Like you have to get black in everything. I am sure like if we, if we go back and say to our ancestors, you know what? We actually wear black and brown. They'll be like, oh, what are you talking about? Black and brown should never go together because those are things that they learned along the way, right? That they were told yeah. like, yeah. wear this because this is more professional. Yeah. Be- and, and, and those are things that were given to them. When we think about women in the workforce, who did the workforce start with? didn't start with women. The dress code wasn't defined by us for us, yeah. right? We were given what the men were wearing. Men taught that, you know, whatever the, the black suit, the navy blue suit, they look good in it. They felt great in it. It brings about this, you know, this level of confidence, and it says, "Oh, I'm a boss. I'm at this." Like they define what it is based on how they want it to be perceived and what that message was. When we got into the workforce, there was no, no women weren't in the executive suite. Women weren't making decisions, right? <laughs> well, so who still was going are to, tell? to get there? <laughs> yeah, we're struggling, but we're getting there, right? We have women in different in different industries and taking on different leadership roles. No, so things are changing. And in this change is coming this, this understanding that women are individuals, women, um, um, they have some, some more than others gravitate to their femininity, some more than others, like certain cuts and colors. And so we have to embrace who we are as women and also who we are as individuals. So now it's, how can we Basically detach ourselves from those stories that we were told about what professional is. The stories that we were told about, yeah, the fashion industry said, I mean, they were using a a twig for a model and still in some cases doing that. Re- is is black really yeah, slim? Yeah. And that's the story they told us. In order to look like this model, make sure that you wear black. You will never look like the model because the model is not. I'll be a trying,
0: treat- <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what you're you're testing me today with this body thing you're testing me with it, this day, today with this body image because i think body image and body acceptance is like are you, when it comes to dressing well, when it comes to making sure that you feel great in the clothes that you're wearing, when it comes to making sure that you're able to express yourself through the things that you wear, you have to be in harmony with your body. You have to select clothes that's in harmony with you. Now, I get it that during the pandemic, a lot of things has changed, including, you know, the way women. Their body type has changed. You know, you have what I I like to say, love. You have a little bit more love than you normally would have had. (laughs) If it's a case where, like, some women will, I know this is gonna sound weird. The viewers are not seeing me, but I'm one of I was one of those women of the mindset that, oh my gosh, I need to gain weight to be able to dress better, to be able to have clothes that really fit me because I'm so petite. It was at the point where I had to dress within the kids section and get the largest size. Like I was at that point, Wow. right? So it felt very deflating to know that I can go into an adult store, going to the petite section and still couldn't get anything to fit me. Now, some women will be like, oh, that's a good problem to have. Like, it's a problem. Not able to find clothes for me to look like an adult. Like I wanted to look like an adult. I want to look like an adult. (laughs) I am an adult. I do not want to look like I'm a teenager, right? right? And clothes helps me to do that. Not able to do that, to find clothes like that, it was like, okay, something's wrong with my body. I'm eating a lot. I'm like, listen to me, it's not gonna work. This is the body, this is it, this is it. I've lived in it for how many years now? This is it, it's not changing. How can I dress it in a way that's in harmony with how I wanna feel? What are some colors that I wanna wear that will help me to feel great about myself? What are some of the cuts that I want to wear to really help to express my personality? How can we dress right now in a flattering yes. way that you feel great while you work on it? Because that's the yes. first thing when it comes to how we dress is our insecurities, is our yeah. those insecurities and those false perception and, and stories. It's like what people tell us and their definition of beauty and their definition of what a great body is, like. No. What is your definition of beauty? If you don't feel great in that body that you're in for mental, physical, whatever reasons outside of trying to fit into that mold, then, of course, you do what you need to do. But you can still dress well, even at that body. Absolutely. I'm not I'm not going to
0: not going (laughs) to lie, you know, like it's not even I don't know if it's even pandemic weight per se. So much as it is, my body has just changed a lot um, now that I'm in my 30s. And, you know, I was a division one athlete in college. And so I've always been super active. I work out five to six days a week. I don't eat meat. Like, that's always been me. But I am my body still like a little bit plumper. So I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I'm learning how to embrace the body that I have. And one of the things is like, I'm noticing, like I used to be able to do all the trends. Like I can't do the trends no more because they don't necessarily jive with the body I have today. Like when I was in my early 20s. Is it the I- body
1: or is it that it's not your personality anymore? Um, no, you have grown, body. you have evolved.
0: It's, no, no, it's the body. Mm-hmm. This don't look like <laughs> this don't look on me how I thought it would look in my head. And it's not, it's just not as flattering on me as i want it to be or that i think it could be and so i want my body to look the best that it can and so i'm like i can't partake in every every trend some a lot of trends but like everyone is just you know i'm not doing no low rider jeans no more that ain't for me
1: Mm-mm. but 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 that is it's not <laughs> let's not look at it as <laughs> let's not let's look at it this way let's look at it this way because as you grow as you mature as you experience different things in life, your personality, your perception, your values, everything changes. And trends is something that I find will put so many women in that box of thinking, one, I'm not stylish. Two, this is what I need to wear to look and feel a certain way. And if we look at like the fast fashion industry, all the sides. What is
0: fast fashion? Like, give a break that down for us.
1: That's where they're mass producing, not of quality, not anything that, like, tailoring structure. It's not good, and it's just today. It's off the shoulder with a pinstripe, ten different elements on the dress, and tomorrow it's something else, and it's also this this space where. St- it's constantly changing it's constantly changing but it's never good quality the fast fashion of looking at how we perceive ourselves it's in our faces constantly so if mm-hmm. you go on that site and you buy that bodycon dress because 20 years ago you were wearing bodycon dresses and now fast just five fashion- years
0: ago just five <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes okay okay we're we'll going with your time five years ago you were in bodycon dresses and so fast fashion is constantly producing and telling you with the images bodycon dresses is the way to go like look at me look at this model look at kim kardashian look at these women look how you can look in this and when you go and buy that piece and put it on it's like oh it's showing all my curves. It's showing all my Ooh,
0: wrinkles. All dimples. my things.
1: Yes. All yeah. my things. That's, That's why you're wearing black. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not even gonna get on you with that. Like I'm not even gonna get on you with that. Like you have to. It's like, are you following the trends or are you wearing things that suit your body? Are you wearing? And this is this is where you have to make sure that the clothes that you're wearing is in harmony. Well, I also
0: find, too, that, like, because I I don't necessarily, like, I'm the type of person, so I will have a vision for, like, a silhouette or a look that I'm going for. And, you know, I find that I can find it, but it's not in my budget. And so, like, the stores where I typically shop at that are within my budget, like H&M, maybe Express or something like that, they're more trendy yeah places and so that's what they carry what's on trend and so I might be in my mind say okay I want to I've been looking for this drop waist um fit and flare type dress forever and Ted Baker had one but it was like 300 I'm not panther three hundred. I don't have Ted Baker money but <laughs> the places where I shop they they focus more on trends and so I can't find that anywhere because it's can, not you on trend. can you get it made
1: can you get it made
0: can I afford that? How much is that? Like, what's the what's the price range on getting things made?
1: Honestly is it affordable. Speaking, it, <laughs> yeah, they're affordable. They're affordable brand um, seamstresses really? that are really good. They can make you your clothing. So if that's something, really? like if you see a style and you know for sure that particular garment depend you've defined your personal style you've defined what your style personality is and this comes down to am I a classic style D- am I a casual person am I dramatic am I like you have to define that first and that's something that's probably one of the reasons why there's a there's a disconnect between what's out there and how you want to show up mm. because if you define once you define that for yourself what is my style am I classic? Am I a combination of classic and casual? What are the pieces do I want to add to my wardrobe that's gonna help me express this? So, like what, what are is- the different
0: categories of style that you can put people into? Like you mentioned classic and you mentioned casual. What what are some different classifications yes, some of this, that we can pull yeah. from?
1: Okay. Some of the style personalities that I work in, it's we have the classic, which I talked about me being someone who likes the tailor pieces. There's also the creative that's part of my personality as well. I want to show and express that creative side of me and there are elements and things within that creative uh, style personality that I'm drawing on. You also have the personality of you being uh, dramatic. you want to' a variation of it. you want to be sexy. You want to be um, dramatic in terms of maybe you want to express a punk rock kind of style. Maybe you want to express something that's a little bit more edgy. Like Those are some examples of style personality. And your style personality comes, you get to determine that based on who you are. Right. And this is why it's important to that. So once you have identified who you are. And you can have more than one of them, right? Of course you can. You can have a mixture because very seldom you will find like someone is just a classic style person. Like there is some form of mix between our blend. It may be subtle. So there may be more of one thing and less of the other. Or they may interchange it depending on the environment that they're going Using a classic and a creative personality, that person may decide okay, when I'm going to my board meetings, I want to have more classic pieces than more than um, creative pieces. When I'm going to um, a creative setting, where we're talking about building things or we're talking about paintings and design, I wanna express more of that and have that more -hmm. of that personality show up in that space. But I'm still wanting the same with the two personalities. So once you would have defined and decide which one of those, like you look at different aspects, what are some of the cuts, color fits, like everything about you, from your music to your lifestyle activities, everything about you that you want to express. And then you put yourself, it's not a box, but you kind of like, that's your guide. And based on that guide, now, you know, okay, if I go on Ted Baker's site and I see this dress that's $300 mm-hmm. and every time I check when they have sale, it's not moving from that $300. It was still 198 on sale. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> it's outside of your range. It's like one or two things. Are you going to save to get it? Because I do believe in quality over quantity, making sure that you get the right pieces, making sure that they can last you a longer time than just trying to buy something for the cheap for now. And then you spend 30 bucks on it, but it only lasts you six months. Whereas if you spend a hundred dollars on it, you can have it for a longer time. So you have to look at-
0: You've been following me? how you know how you know what I be doing with my clothes girl?
1: because 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 you are not unique in this in this instance that's what that's what we think we think okay yeah I'm gonna I, I, this thirty dollars is going to be it if you set a budget for yourself and you can set your clothing budget which is something that women don't do we set budget for everything else but we don't set budget for clothing like if you set a quarterly like maybe make that your goal can I set a quarterly budget for my what are some of the pieces do I want to invest in? Because it's an investment. You're not buying something for today, then you put it in the washing machine, the washing machine three times, and it's looking at you like that's why you yeah. put it in
0: the sink and you kind of you know you can't. Um, hand- that's, that's, that's,
1: like that's like you have to do way too much. Like, no, you have to do way too Trying much. to Preserve it. And if you have to work that hard to preserve it that should (laughs) tell you that select brands that can give you a better quality you don't have to buy something for a hundred dollars that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying start looking at brands outside of that space where you have to do all that work to preserve it because i'm gonna tell you this do this assignment for me
0: okay okay. so we're in december (laughs)
1: <laughs> we're in this, des- we're, we're, we're just about in December now. And mm. I'm not sure what your spending habit is going to be, especially like right now we're seeing all these ads. buy, buy, 50, 60% off. I, know. I need you to make a list of all the brands you have shopped, like going forward for the next three months, all the brands you've shopped at, what you purchased, how much it costs and not necessarily what you pay. How much does it cost? Because that particular mm-hmm. item, if it was $20 and it discount to six, it's still $20 okay. <laughs> in a way, right? Kind of like, look at it <laughs> a great way. So put it at the original cost. Okay. And then I want you to add for me. So we can have one column that says, this is what I paid for it. This is what it costs. You're going to do that math. How much, money, how much money did I spend within the last three months getting these 20 items? Because I went for quantity. If you spent $300 and within that, at the end of that three months, based on the things that you have and you've worn them, if you're looking at it sideways and you're doing all that work and maybe make making this is kind of like extra, but maybe make a note. What did I have to do to maintain this piece? Mm. Wash it in the sink, um, you know, not hang it out in like try and find to put it in a certain position because I don't want it to lose structure like what are all the things that you had to do how did you feel in that particular garment when you put it on do you were you like constantly pulling it down were you constantly adjusting like, what are all the things that you had to do for this particular item then I want you to ask yourself was it worth it like based on what it
0: costs or based on how based I on feel?
1: what it costs every single thing that you had to do to maintain this one item the way you had to wash it the way you had to hang it the way you had to not tug it too much because you may stretch the material out like what are all the things that you had to do to have I feel that attacked
0: item? right now <laughs>
1: No, I am not attacking you in no way, shape, or form. What I'm trying to do is to get you to start thinking in line in, in in terms of how do I reduce all this stress that I'm putting myself through when it comes to expressing myself, because that's what you're doing. How do I want to express myself? What are those pieces do I want to wear, and what are some brands that I need to start looking at? What are some of the things I no longer want to do? Because what will happen if you keep dumping monies in, and I say dumping because I want to use that term, into buying things and not wearing things that's in line with your style, at the end of the day, you'll be like, yeah, I'm not into this style thing. This style thing is costing me too much money. It's only costing you a lot of money because of the direction in which you're going. It's only costing you money based on what you're doing. So okay. you're thinking about making sure that you are getting value for your money and you're getting the pieces that you need that's going to last you for a couple of years instead of, and I don't have to do all of that. So we wash it in the machine or we washing it in the, <laughs> in the sink or are we, uh, what are we doing? Are we hang drying it or we kind of like fold it in a ball and let it dry? Like, I don't have to do all of that. Those are all things that you have to consider when you're thinking about really being strategic about yeah. your shopping and making sure that you have the right pieces. It's not about just, yes, I have $30. Let me just go get whatever. It's like, What is a quality piece that I can get for this $30 or if I can't get it right now, can I save another 30 because this item is 60 within the next two months to buy that item, knowing that I'm going to have it for a while. Well, I also. Before
0: we kind of wrap up our interview, this has been so helpful. It's really important to me. I've seen on some of your posts, you talk about the different body types. And so I want to make sure that my listeners understand what those body types are and what are some good pieces that they should invest in for their specific body type. And so, you know, this also is going to take some self-reflection, right? Cuz some people think that they are pear and they are box, right? <laughs> or, you know, they want to be a coke bottle and a triangle. And so, you know, I'm going to need y'all at home to be honest with yourselves, but we're going to give you some good actionable tips and advice for what those body types are and how to dress each one
1: i want to first of all say we have to rethink body shape we have to rethink how we approach our bodies and this is an important part of me when i talk about it because of we all experience and go through different things with our bodies our bodies change like i've had this is like super personal but i've had like three surgeries on my breasts they no longer look the same yeah. Right. And yeah. I had to come to terms with that and really accept that, okay, this is my body. This is it. How can I really dress it in a way? So when I think of a body types, because we're all, when we classify it, I don't like to use the terms apples and pears and squares and triangle because- Sorry. <laughs> no 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 that's okay that's what we see on the internet right like when I started my journey on personal styling that's what I saw as well right and I can tell you personally it was confusing for me I'm like visually I cannot see how a woman is a rectangle like I cannot see a body being a rectangle like I could not see that so I you know I stumbled upon Stacy London's description of what she uses to to classify body types I love Stacey yeah, <laughs> she's, she's incredible. <laughs> and you know, as she talked about body types being where we carry the weight. Like are right. we when it comes to our the three standard measurements that we'll take to put ourselves in that bracket, it's our bust, our waist, and our hips. And the way she talked about it, it's like where do you carry the weight based on those three measurements, which one is the biggest? Uh, so you may find that your bust is bigger than your waist and your hips. So you may, in, in that instance, you'll classify as bigger on the top, right? Mm-hmm. Or you may have some extra, you carry weight in your tummy area. So you are classify as bigger in the middle, or you may carry most of your weight in your hips, like Michelle Obama, and you're like, you know, bigger on the bottom. But even, so even though I like those classifications, because visually a woman can see what that is, and you can identify and say, okay, yes. Or maybe like me, where I'm straight up and down, like there's no, I don't have any defined waist. I don't have any defined hips. I don't, everything is just, my measurements are just about the same. So there's no definitive like, oh yeah, I can put myself in either one of these brackets or here or there. It's just like straight up and down. So it's easy for us to kind of like see that. Where I take it a little A step further is to look at like elements of our body that we don't consider when it comes to getting dressed and finding clothes that really is in harmony with our body. It's like looking at our vertical lines. And that is what vertical lines is like your height. Like I'm five feet, right? And the what is the distance between my torso and my legs? Like looking at all of those things will help me to determine what the length of clothing I need, like what and what brands do I need to elevate to? So I know for length, height, because of my, my vertical line, I have to go into the petite section to shop, right? Mm-hmm. So those are things that you consider. The other thing is like, you have to look at your horizontal line because even though, think about it this way, I can be petite and another woman classify as petite. However, mm-hmm she may have bigger boobs than me. Mm -hmm. She may have bigger hips than me. Right. So her, or she may be slightly taller than I am. So our vertical lines are different. Our horizontal lines are different, which is like the width of your body, because I am literally like, if you measure me around, like put the tape measure around and go, write down. It's all the same. There's no great definition. So the circumference of my body is so different from someone else, but even though we are both classified as no curves, that's not having a real definition, but we, our measurements are completely different, right? So, and like the narrowing of your shoulder, you may find like someone may have narrow shoulders and big busts, so those are like all different classifications when we have to think about when we look at our body, like what are some of the things that I talked about there? Do you have narrow shoulders, big boobs? Do you have broad shoulders, big boobs, but it's not like out of the way. And it's like, okay, but I don't really carry the weight in my, in my breast. I carry it in my tummy area so to go in terms of how to dress that based on those classifications it's like okay if you're bigger in the middle and you may be bigger in the middle and bold beautiful and really love your body and don't necessarily because these are all just they're not like must follow they're like guidelines so that's the first thing i want all listeners to know that these are guidelines these are not yes you must do this because It comes down to your level of confidence and it comes down to how you want to express yourself. So if you're bigger in the middle and it's like, okay, I don't want to really show off all that area. How can I disguise it not to make my body look perfect because your body is perfect already as it is. How can I disguise it? So instead of going for a body con dress, that's going to show all your curves and show everything. It's like, create, you have to now create a balance between what's happening on the top and what's happening in the on the bottom. So you are going to add more on the top. So that can be something where you are, maybe what I'm wearing right now, where I'm having like puffy sleeves. So it's creating, you may say, but why do I want to look bigger? Your top may not be bigger. It's proportional. It's proportions exactly you're creating if i want to
0: make my middle look smaller i need to wear puffy sleeves
1: yeah you're you're showing more it's like oh where do i want to draw the attention i want to have stronger shoulders that may be something that you want again these are just guidelines you may not want to have stronger shoulders you're like oh no and i'm not into that shoulder pad and having that like that's not who you are what can you do in the tummy area okay instead of wearing a shirt that's typically when we have weight in areas within our tummy, we try to wear boxy clothing, right? Because we're like, okay, nobody's going to see it. But at the end of the day, it's not refined style. You're just wearing clothes. How can you still look good and not wear boxy clothes to hide it's kind of like think of your boxy shirt if you gather it in the front i know i'm sitting here but it's like I'm trying it's crazy that i'm trying to demonstrate like if people are actually watching this is like this is like so crazy but because i'm trying to explain it it's like think about creating a draping effect around your tummy area so mm-hmm. everything is gonna fit from the top and then you kind of like squinching in your top. I know this kind of weird word, but it's like you kind of like pull in that extra fabric by your waist, by in your tummy ear, and let that fall. Like tucking it in. Yeah. It's not not necessarily tucking it in because you don't want to tuck too much because then you can see it. I, I, don't more, more. I, wanna, I don't know why I want to, I don't know why I want to stand up to explain it,
0: <laughs> but if you like tuck it in and then maybe blouse it out a little bit, so you still yeah. get a little bit of that flowiness, but the tucking it in creates some structure. So that it's just not free flowing. Like it's untucked. exactly,
1: it's not free flowing and you're not looking like you are just coming down, like, you know, just coming squared down, but mm-hmm. it's like, okay, so let me use myself as an example, being a petite. So I'm petite no, no curves. How do I create interest based on what I wear? There is one thing of creating interest and there's the other thing of wearing what's comfortable for you, but they both must be the same. So for me to create interest as someone who has no curves, I have to, one of my things that I'm obsessed with being five feet, I wish I was taller. Mm. So my focus, when we're talking about those horizontal lines, again, my focus Whenever I'm wearing pants, I want my legs to look longer. I want, like, that's generally, I want to look taller, longer on the bottom half of my body. I really don't care if my torso looks short. Like, I want to have long legs. That's something I wish I had. So, I would wear high-waisted pants Mm. to create where what I did there with the high-waisted pants, I moved my waist. So, my Mm. waistline may be two, three inches lower than where I'm actually creating it so that's adding the illusion that I have two or three inches added to the length of my legs gotcha so if you want to make your middle look smaller
0: play with proportions maybe in other areas of your body to balance it out if you want to lengthen something play with the 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 natural sitting line of it to lengthen it or shorten it right and then finding those areas where you can create different points of interest based on what you want to
1: accentuate
0: that that's what I took away from that yeah exactly exactly (laughs) that's that's
1: basically what it is it's like
0: okay
1: you you are based on your personal because someone may be petite and say oh I wish my torso was longer right so instead of wearing a high-waisted pants that person would wear something like mid-rise so what's going to happen is make this portion look longer and they wear like blouses that drape down their body creating that longer length so instead of wearing a crop top to try and make your your torso look longer you have to wear a longer top to make it look longer with that low-rise mid-rise jeans gotcha
0: Thank you so much for joining us today on the show. This was so helpful and so many women are going to get so much out of this so that they can hopefully use their style to elevate themselves in the workplace and they can, I know you said you don't agree with the halo effect, but we still want to receive the benefits. We still want to get, you know, the the elevated careers. We want to get the the better loans. We want to get the higher status partners. And so, you know, we have to make sure that our personal style is communicating the message that we wanted to communicate. Absolutely. in the, the appropriate environments whether that be the message be i'm tired don't talk to me today whether that message be i'm trying to get a raise and a promotion how many coins you got for me um you know i want you to be my next baby daddy whatever the messaging is <laughs> you just want it to be right yeah you want it to, let it be what it is supposed to be
1: <laughs> absolutely i agree with that let it <laughs> let let it be what you want it to be don't um don't if it, what i said with the halo effect i'm totally in agreement with the concept, not the word of attractive, like. Gotcha.
0: Okay. Well, we're removing that from our, our vocabulary, (laughs) throwing it away, but thank you so much again for joining me. This was so fantastic. So if we want to work
1: with you, if we want to hire you, where can we find you? Where can we connect with you? To work with me? It's, um, you know, I do, as I said, I do have a style reset program right now where I'm going through with, you know, really redefining and really getting in touch with helping women get in touch with who they are and how they want to show up and um, to get onto that program of course you can go to my website which is styletoimpact.com and tap on services and you will see it right there i'm also like super active on social specifically linkedin and on <laughs> And on Instagram as well. So you can find okay. me there under start to impact on Instagram and Solita C. Roberts on LinkedIn. If you have a question, if you're not sure of this, anything that we discussed today that maybe triggered certain things for you and you're like, okay, yeah, I need to work on my style. I need to ensure that I'm making the way I show up part of who I am and really expressing myself. Then of course, If you're ready to do that, you can also email me at solida at style2impact.com.
0: Yes, I love that. And so definitely check Salita out on socials. That is where we connected. And one of the things that stood out to me about her page is that it's really bright. It's really colorful. And I feel like Salita has impeccable personal style. You know how you have people who are like, oh, you know, you know, I do X or, you know, and you look at their style and you're like, "Mm, but I don't really want to look like you. You know what I mean? Even (laughs) even if, right, your personal style is completely different. Like you want them to own their personal style and look good and whatever whatever their groove is and so that was what stood out to me um, about your page is that i felt like you really own your personal style and um your your vision for how you want to look and the messages that you want to communicate so check salita out Go follow her on Instagram, connect with her on LinkedIn because this woman has got it going on. So thank
1: you. <laughs> thank you <yes>. very much.
0: <laughs> thank you so much again for joining us. And thank you guys out there. As for me and my personal style, y'all know you can bury me inside the Leggings Club. Okay. Shout out <laughs> to Two Chains. And thank you as always for joining us at the Tea Party. Tune in next week for another great episode. Plenty of real talk. And of course, plenty of tea that's 100% sugar free. Woo, chow. Mm Mm-hmm. What a show. We shared some good old tea today, didn't we, friend? Thank you for your presence. I truly enjoyed you at the tea party. And we appreciate you sipping on some sugar-free tea. With me, your host, Sid Mack. Until next time, be sure to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Sugar Free Podcast or at Sugar Free Pod, you can also visit our website at www.sugarfreepodcast.com. See you again soon, friends, and be sure to keep the tea party going, a eh? with plenty of tea that's one hundred percent sugar free.
1: Meet small business owner, Mackenzie Nicole. Mackenzie's business is growing, and she needs forms and templates to legally protect her business from clients, partners, and employees. But she's low on cash and needs to find forms and templates that are legally binding and comprehensive, yet affordable. Not knowing where to find such forms and templates, Mackenzie was stressed until she found Formally Forms, the one-stop DIY legal shop for small business owners, side hustlers, and entrepreneurs. All Formally Forms are affordable, easy to use, and expertly drafted by a licensed business attorney and reviewed by a law professor. So what are you waiting for? Be like Mackenzie and get your Formally Form or Template today!